in the motherfucking suburbs with it. Raw, bing, bow, bah. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? Hey, how's it going? Prepare yourself for some ignorant shit, nigga. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Sign. Uh, it's the motherfucking trash man Laying niggas rotting in the trash can Stay up in the house, you don't wanna be a bystand Itching for the murder like a nigga got the lights head Puffing on the angel dust until I got the light head Bitch, wicked, wicked, I can get so wicked with this shit Death blunt, nigga, nigga, I'ma take a hit Buried in your grave, scratch you off the hit list Blow the wave like birthday cake, nigga be careful what you wish Bodies drop like some shit you see up in the movies. Ho, watch your mouth, don't be talking way too loosely. I just wanna fuck, I know your nigga, he ain't cool with me. He won't know so we can keep this shit between you and me. Cause pretty soon he gon' die soon. I'ma make a song and make sure it's in the right tune. I'ma sign the letters when I finish, send it right to you. L to the E to the X, capital letters, get it right. It's dark as fuck, dumping niggas' bodies like the garbage truck. I'm sparking it up and I'm chopping up all of you niggas, I'm leaving the largest. Cause we bagging and bagging and you niggas hating the hating the money. We chasing and chasing, get out of my lane. You cannot rob at the gang, I'm out here making a name. Better run quick, shoot to the gun, click. I'ma let them all die. 666 on some devil shit, I'ma let them all fry. Y'all coming up short and they ain't even known as a Guy. I know you love the hope, but I've been fucking hurt for a long time. Take it, shake it, take it. Look at that ass, let her shake it. It's so real, never fake it. She got the tree and I let her break it down. Pussy niggas steady hating now. Flows hotter than Satan now. Unsolved murder, can't nobody even trace it now. Get up off your ass if you broke as fuck. This ain't no sport. We ain't playing, bitch, your mouth for the book. I'm moving solo, but I feel like it's a thousand of us. I'm running over anybody in this monster truck. Oh, what's happening? Don't give me no deaths, bitch. I'm ready to scrap, bitch. I'm digging up. Holes at the cemetery, I need a casket Six feet deep, up under the dirt, pushing the grass Bitch, and I'm skirting off in a hurt, so keep your seatbelt fastened, bitch Death blunt Side Leg side Creep side Rossi Possum, bitch Welcome to a brand new episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. If I'm not mistaken, this is the 11th installment. Um, like always, shout out to all our listeners, viewers, subscribers. You can find us at theburbsnetwork.com or on your favorite podcast streaming service at the Burbs Network. Your favorite uh, social media platform at the Burbs Network. Um, shout out to us, man. Last week I dropped five different shows for the first time. And Burbs Network history. Uh, nigga, that shit was stressful. Um, but hey, we we did it. Um, coming this week, I think I might have... We will have five different shows, but I think I will have two sophisticated ignorance. Uh, one will be a re-record of me and the homie Reggie interview. The audio is messed up if you listen to the last one. So we're trying to get that in. And we have a new interview with the homie, Lex. What up, though? Rom C. Lex, what up, though? What's poppin'? How's it going, bro? Everything cool. You know, still smacking hoes, slamming Cadillac hoes. All right. Honda, well, it's a Honda at this point, but, you know, we go get that Cadillac back. It's cool. So you pimping out the Honda? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Hoes like, like Honda, too. You know, I got a little bit of room in there, too, so we good. Listen, and the fuel efficient. <laughs> 
Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so I finally got you, man. Got you, got you in the building. So, uh, you know, we ain't gonna get into what happened to the original interview you were supposed to be in about three months ago. <laughs> I was snagging on. All right, hey, I was just professional. <laughs> <laughs> we also got the fool guys in the building right now. Present. Yer yer. What's what's good with it? So, who is Ryan C. Lex? Rapper, producer. Uh, I used to play for the Detroit Lions, but uh, I got kicked off. Mm. Um, I was, I was, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I came, I came, I came, I came in there high, bro. You know. Oh, so they call marijuana in your pocket? Yeah, you know, that shit, I was trying mm. to like use like my um, my sister's piss, but she was pregnant at the time, so like. Ooh, that's came, how you got bobbed yeah, though. You know, it ain't work, but you know. I hate to see it. You hate but, to see it. But other than that, other than just being a ex football player and a rapper producer, you know, I'm just a I'm a nice guy. You know, you know, I'm a cool guy. That's all I can say. You know, all that, uh, I'm an ex DJ. I used to be a DJ. Yeah. So, so what? Like this is gonna go past that. So what made you stop being a DJ? I just wanted to do rap more. But you can do both. I know. I just. Honestly, like with like at that time when I was DJing, it was just like a, a lot for me at that time. Okay. It was just too much going on. Okay. So what was your DJ name? Lex. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, no, real shit though. No, real shit though. Like it was like 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 some niggas would call me DJ Lex though, and they were like, but like I like because at the time I was just MC Lex. Okay. So like they were like that's MC Lex, so that's DJ Lex. They weren't they weren't really like no uh, established name and then like that. So you know, but niggas just be like. Uh, that's, we got legs on the ones and twos and all that other shit, you know. So what made you come up with our raw MC legs? I took the condom off. Ooh. I like it. Ooh. Strap. I didn't deserve the heart. But so. besides, I'm sorry, besides that reason, you know what I'm saying? Like I used to be doing like these little like whack ass, whack ass songs when I first started rapping. I used to be like, I'm the raw MC and you know I got my team. I didn't have a team. It was just me. But, <laughs> but later on, I was like, okay, like Raw MC Lex. It, it kind of just kind of go together, you know. Uh -huh. Like you know, that's how it came about. So what got you into rap? Uh, really, I guess you could say like when I uh, like really when I used to listen to Bow Wow and shit because he was like a kid rapping and shit like that. Like niggas like Lil Bow Wow, Lil Romeo, Lil Zane. Besides all the other music I was listening to at the time, like really like Lil Bow Wow was a nigga that influenced me to rap at that time. So as you saw like a little nigga rapping, like yeah, like I could, yeah, right, you know what I'm saying. But it was like inspiration though, because a nigga like he had all the girls, he had them braids, he had a scooter, he had a big ass Mickey Mouse chain. That was like the shit, you know what I'm saying? Like that's all a nigga wanted. Like nigga wanted a Mickey Mouse chain. Like they had them bitches at the what's that mall we used to have? Uh, something, yeah, something, yeah, yeah, used to have like the little. The middle of the mall shit, <laughs> you know, I had that fake ass Mickey Mouse chain. I wanted one, but, you know, I'm glad I ain't do that shit. <laughs> so I'm glad my mama ain't do that shit. <laughs> and he said he had a scooter. The scooter hey, was the shit. Like, hey, I think it was the scooter. Niggas pulled up with the razors. It used to be different on the block. Nigga, you was that nigga, especially if you had the color black and red, nigga, yeah. it was a rap. The only thing better than a scooter at that time, if you had the mongoose with the, you know what I'm saying? With the pigs. Mm -hmm. yep. You needed it over here in the suburbs. You needed a dyno. 
The dinos? Yeah, he had no dinos. Nah, niggas weren't having no dinos because niggas was taking them bitches, bro. You needed a mongoose. A mongoose is safe in the hood. No, it's not. Nigga, I mean, if you... I'm a show got my shit, Listen, if you leave that bitch outside the crib, niggas is coming for that bitch, but you know what I mean? Nigga ain't gonna knock you off that bitch necessarily. The mongoose with the Bentley in the hood, fam. You like, oh, you got a mongoose? Bro, niggas stole a Roadmaster from outside of my house, so niggas was on it. Ain't that a mountain bike? Yes. Yes. The 16-speed, not the 10. I'm talking about the big boy. <laughs> the bitches, the, the, the crackheads used to be riding. <laughs> so I'm sure the niggas was riding our shit. Yeah, you needed, you needed a dyno or you just needed a flat out, like, a moped. Crazy. You oh, yeah, you got a moped, nigga. Like, yeah, it was only a couple of mopeds in the hood. Yeah. Then the yeah. pocket rockets came out. You would definitely flex them if you had one of them. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lil Bow Wow was the, was the one that had me, uh, inspired me to be a rapper at first, you know. Uh, that, he was like the first inspiration. That's real though, because niggas, niggas like to hate on Bow Wow, but Bow Wow is a legend. Bow Wow is a like, fucking legend. Bow Wow is a fucking like, like real talk. When he came to like, as far as like, he's probably like as far as like a black young uh, artist at that time. Mm-hmm. He like he was he was very inspirational. That's not there wasn't too many of those before that we had like Crisscross and ABC. Yeah. You know, but that that, that, that shit was played out. Yeah, but, niggas you know, was like one hit wonders. You feel me? My nigga Bow Wow. Yeah, Bow Wow was coming with them bitches. Like, Six albums of them bitches. Feel me? Screen tours and shit. Yeah. It was still was little girls with t-shirts yeah. and shit. That yeah. was the shit. Everything you want to do in your career, Bow Wow did yeah. it already. Hundred percent. Yep. By like sixteen. Yeah. Yep. Probably like five times over. Lit ass life. Yeah. Yep. Superhead taught him how to wash your clothes. Facts. And yeah, Jermaine pre taking up everything for him. And Jordan threw his eyeballs out the crib. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so while you see, look at those accolades, bro. That's, That's real. Though. Like, <laughs> they were, they were <laughs> like nigga man. Michael Jordan, they never threw your shoes outside. <laughs> it was the dustiest kicks I ever seen, bro. But them bitches had that nigga jump it on. Hey. <laughs> then I gotta make a movie about this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a legendary rap city. Uh, in the basement for each yeah. other. Oh. Him and LL Cool J was my favorite ones. And uh, I remember the, the 3-6 one. You know. And the Dipset one. I remember that one. LL Cool J had a dope uh that nigga was like that was like the time they did like a recap on that give shit give me some quotes here. Lex give him the LL quotes I don't remember that all the words I just know that nigga that was sweating LA? like a motherfucker <laughs> that nigga, y'all remember that shit that nigga hit the mic after that shit that nigga, he was like pissed like that nigga hit the mic I know I know Tigger had to be mad bro cause they went straight to like to the video after that shit that nigga was mad bro uh, I stopped listening to LL Cool when he said niggas call him Big LA <laughs> Big calling that. that was my shit hey real talk at my 14th birthday party bro that, or was I like 13 I was like I forgot which party that was. Like, yeah, we played that shit. That shit was lit. We played that shit like. You know what's times. fucked up about it though? Somebody probably called him that one time in his life, and he was like, "Bro, that shit sound jiggy on the record." Ooh, and this in front. And it seems too late. I could get this early. And uh, nigga, I never forget this nigga Wax Tax and Drake kept playing that shit. He was yeah. like, they call me big. He kept, he put that bitch like five times. Bro, like, go you. crazy, bitch. And then he ad libbed that shit. Oh, <laughs> big <laughs> seller. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nobody calls you that. Too crazy. Too fucking crazy. That nigga LL a legend, too. You know, but he was like, like, but LL was actually one of the first CDs I had, too. Uh, my mama had a boyfriend named Jerry. Shout out to him. And it was three CDs. It was Crisscross, Young Rich and Dangerous, LL Cool J's Phenomenon, and uh, I had the Men in Black CD soundtrack. Bro, how old was that nigga? 
at that time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how old was he? Yeah. Uh, he was older than me. That nigga was like, eclectic. <laughs> his favorite rappers was Tupac and shit, though. He don't he even listen to other shit. He was, uh, he was, oh, I thought you were saying that nigga had them albums. Well, he gave it to me. Like, oh, like okay. he had them, but then he gave it to me. Like, I don't think he was really listening to that shit. Yeah, okay. he, he listened to, like, OJs and... Yeah, if it was rap, it was DMX and uh, I thought you Tupac. meant like he was riding out to them joints. I'm no, like, he won't ride out to none of that shit. shit. Yeah, that's you know, you get in that car, you get in that car, the first thing you hear is family reunion. Oh, yeah. That's the first shit you hear. Nah, I'm getting out. But that uh, Chris Cross Young and Dangerous was a banger. No, it was, it was lit, like, for me as a kid, like, I was, the, us, it was like, I ain't really know what them niggas look like either. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, at that time, I was, I was a fucking kid, bro. I was like nine years old. You know, I ain't really know shit. You know, I knew I knew the song Jump, but I ain't never really seen the video. I didn't really see the video until like. You know, I but by young and dangerous, they look different though, cause dog was yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but I did, but I found that out later on. Yeah. You know, once the internet started to progress, I got to look up shit. Yeah. You know. All right, people do. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, was it Mac Daddy? Was that Chris? That Daddy Mac was one of. Them. I don't know. It was Chris. Yeah. It was Chris. Yeah, it was Chris, Chris Kelly. Kelly. R.P. Chris Kelly. Yeah. You know. Yep. So. um... Okay, so you got into rap because Bow Wow was on fire. So he was like, nigga, that's he a kid rapper, so I'm gonna do that shit. So when did you get serious about it? Um, really like I wanna say like by like in sixth grade I started like kinda like writing writing little shit. Okay. You know, uh I didn't really know how to like say it and like say it for real for real. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't really know how to get beats either, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So but at that time, but uh like in sixth grade, I was trying to do everything like Lil John and three six. Like everything that Lil John did was just for now that he was giving niggas hits. Production wise, hype wise, for real. So you was trying to be like a sixth grade crunk little nigga. Look, real talk. Like like niggas like nigga Nigga, I got kicked out of class with making so many beats on the table. Shout out to Mr. Gatewood. I know you hated me back then, but shout out to you. But like, we used to be in class acting the ass, like. But being like, like Lil John at that time, like, was like my biggest inspiration. So I was writing, writing all type of songs like that, but I ain't know where to get beats. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, so I remember I had went to a studio and all this other shit, and he like, he was like bragging to me, like, yeah, like, we make music over here, like, we selling beats for like five, seven hundred. I'm like. Damn, that's a lot of fucking money. I ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm about to start making my own beats. And like one of my homies uh, uh, that I knew back then, he had told me about Fruity Loops. It was Fruity Loops at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like in the seventh grade when I started like diddling dabbling with, uh, with a uh, program, production program. So that's when I got real, real serious. I started recording myself and shit, recording, like, recording on the cassette tape. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My sister had this pink karaoke machine. I used to use that shit. So yeah, that's when I really got serious. Like when I was in like middle school and shit, doing like little talent shows and shit. So when you start making all beats, that's when you was like, okay, I mm-hmm. got this shit. Yeah, because I at that because at that time I was already take I was already in choir. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I I was start I started hanging around other niggas that was in band. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I had somewhat music like. Mm-hmm. Here, you know what I'm saying, by that by that point, you know what I'm saying, but actually like doing this shit, like actually making this shit, it was it was a process. It was like I don't know if that was the summer of me going into my eighth grade year, nigga. I was in the house all summer, mm-hmm. real shit. Like I'll go outside from time to time, but nigga, I was in the house all summer just trying to make beats, real shit. Yep. 
so you started <clears throat> rap in the sixth grade, started producing seventh grade, mm-hmm. really got focused your eighth grade year. When did you drop like your first project? Uh, I was in the ninth grade in high school. That shit was so trash. I call that shit major crucial. And nigga, that shit was crash. I thought I was that shit. Nigga, I produced all my shit. I wrote all my shit. And I had the CDs made and shit. I went to, uh, what's that shit we used to have? Circuit City. I bought like a deck of CDs. I just just burnt a bunch of them bitches. Nigga. Why did you call it Major Crucial? Because the MC was like Major Crucial. You were just sitting at the house like, nigga. <laughs> Basically. I'm going to kill him with this major crucial. So is your name raw? Major, major crucial. It wasn't raw. It wasn't raw. It wasn't raw. I was MC Lex all the way into like. So you was major like crucial Lex? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Real shit. Real shit. You remember that nigga Charlie Murphy laughed? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga Prince. <laughs> nigga, that's what that nigga. I thought I was so cold. Like, I had a song called In the Club. No bullshit. That shit was Let's like. It was like, and we'd be like, whoa, and they'd be like, <laughs> and we'd be like, oh, in the club, in the club, nigga, that shit was so cold. And I performed that shit at the talent show, nigga, all the white bitches went crazy. It was like, okay, he really should rap. And then when they heard, like, the real shit, they was like, this shit is trash. Like, but I didn't record that song in my shit, though. I recorded that at somebody else's studio. I was I was actually still in middle school when I recorded that song. I actually went to somebody else's studio, and I paid, like, $25 or some shit to record my shit. And I was uh, actually uh, Aretha's, uh, whose studio was, who house, like, it was Aretha Franklin's grandson, Jordan Hall. Uh, But her mama, his mom had, like, some equipment and shit, you know what I'm saying? It was straight. So, yeah, shout out to them. You know, they recorded my first song. So, yeah. Age of Crucial. (laughs) That's fire. Yeah. It's no way that there's not gonna be a song on my next album called Major Crucial. Fuck <laughs> yeah. it's it's not these not days. Fuck no, Lex can't get on my shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be whack on purpose too. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so whack on purpose. I'm gonna eat that bitch by myself. Shit. I'm gonna recite an old ass rap and that's it. Major Crucial. Damn, I was trash. <laughs> All right. So that's great. You dropped your first project. What came after that? After that, like I was just like doing like uh, I did like a, uh, I did like two more projects after that. You know what I'm saying? That that shit was like all like it was whack. And then but I made this this uh this one tape was called the the Rum C tape uh, part four. <clears throat> and um and niggas was kind of fucking with that shit. They was like okay like like. Cause the quality got better, you know what I'm saying? Okay. The beats got better and the quality got better and like the rapping was like, it wasn't as, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't as trash as like, it was still whack, but it wasn't as whack as other shit. It was like, okay, like he, he doing something, you know what I'm saying? And I used to DJ at this shit called the, uh, the at the Planet Rock, you know, the Planet Rock building over there on Woodward. They yeah. used to be there, I used to DJ there. Uh, it was, it was called the Street Riders. Uh, they had a chapter over there. So every now and then they had like these team parties and shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I DJ there every now and then. Uh, <clears throat> at one time I had played one of my songs and like I had performed there one time, mm-hmm. and you know it was it was cool. Like it was fucking with that shit. It was like okay, like you got a little something, something going on. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the fourth tape I had made at that time. It was like this. I had took like this art from Van Gogh, 
and like the set skeleton with the cigarette and shit. I had put that shit. I had made my own CD cover and shit. It was the shit you get at Best Buy when you press the shit on there. You print it from a um, fucking computer and shit. So yeah, it was it was cool. Straight. That's when I was like actually like the, really coming up with my own style. So that's when it clicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was really like, okay, like, cause niggas was really fucking with that shit. Okay. Like, and that's when niggas started to get at me for beats. And it was like, this nigga like got some heart. That, that nigga got beats. You know what I'm saying? That was your what that trick moment. Basically. Basically. <laughs> I had a song called Fuck Him Up too. That shit was funny. It was a crunk song? It was crunk as fuck. Let's hear it. It's like, fuck him up, fuck him up, fuck him up, fuck him up. That's what it was. Mmm, bars. Yeah. I had a song called Lock Him in the Trunk. <laughs> <laughs> what else I have on there? Uh, I had sampled DJ Zerk when I did that shit. What else I have on there? Uh, Lock Him in the Trunk. That track was had to look good. I had a bounce record on there too, though. <clears throat> Featuring my nigga Ron. Like New Orleans bounce? Yeah. Was so like, you was ahead of the curve. Yeah, I, 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 was, I, bro, I used to always play that shit. I, like, I used to just be on the internet all day just listening to all that type of shit. I, I actually like kind of grew up to it, but I really ain't know what it was until I got older. And I was like, oh, this is what this shit is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, just all that shit. Just, so from, from, from what I'm getting, you're heavily um, influenced by the South. Yeah, I'm, I was born down South. Where? I was born in Greenwood, Mississippi. Uh, and I moved up moved to Michigan when I was nine. Okay. So yeah. Oh, so you a southern nigga. I guess you can say that. I'm a yak nigga now. You know, I got my stripes, you, you feel me? You still a southern nigga. I got my stripes, you feel me? You know, I'm a writer. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a writer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, nigga. What do you mean? One ten put him H block, nigga. So do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember living in the south? Uh, I remember, I remember um, some things like, but I don't remember that shit vividly. You know, okay. I remember getting my ass whooped. Uh, you know, you know, just getting whoopings. They actually gave whoopings in schools, like no, teachers. Would be, like I don't know if they did that shit up here, but like heavens, you know, they did that shit up here. Like I had a, I had a second grade teacher. She used to hit our hands with uh, ruler. No, I mean she had the ruler in the hallway. Nigga in the classroom, she would hit our hands with a fucking, um, you know, where they nameplate be at? The paddles? Yeah, yeah, yeah the no, paddles. It wasn't a paddle. Like, you know, the little slide of shit in there? Yeah. The, the wood part that they uh put today, they nameplate on. Oh! Yeah, see, like, now, see, like, I know when we was down south, like, we like, yeah, like, you get in trouble, like, I think it's like you could flip your car if it, like, it's like, it, what is it, like, green? Orange, mm-hmm. yellow, yeah. orange, and then red. Mm-hmm. And once you get the red, nigga, it's a wrap. You know See, what I'm saying? Like, once you get the blue. <laughs> so, so, like, you said what? Our shit was once you get the blue. Oh, okay. I kept a blue flag. <laughs> nigga, like, when you, get, you go to that hallway, nigga, it's a wrap, nigga, because you like, it's, it's really some degrading shit. Because yeah. you got to go in the hallway with, like, on all, like, on all fours, on the wall, nigga. And they, they pat you a couple times with the pat on your ass. And you go back in the classroom crying like a little bitch. Yeah, the car system up here didn't even work that yeah, way. Like, nah. You can get the bitches quick, but what happened? It got to a certain point where it's like, bro, this is some paper that I don't give a fuck about. You know, but I went to Grand Elementary when I first went up here, and they had to flip so, the car shit, uh, but they, it wasn't like no paddle and shit. Yeah. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Is. So once you seen it wasn't no paddle, it was like, I was like, I was like, man, like, cause like, it's like, I don't know, man, like, you know, the South is wild, man, you know, but that's where I come from. I come from. Traditions like that in the South, 
I'm, I'm old. I'm old enough to remember those type of things. Yeah, I remember. I was second grade because it was the year before I moved to the suburbs, and that it was an old black lady. She had like a, a taper. <laughs> she, she would fuck us up, bro. Like uh, it was like a, funny. it was like a bar in the bathroom. So you know how niggas is. Are we about to see if we can touch that? You're right, nigga. She would specifically look at the bottom of the door because it was like one of these doors <laughs> where you can see if niggas jumping. <laughs> oh, y'all jumping in the y'all bathroom? In the bath. You get three hits. You like, oh, wrong. <laughs> I'm just watching, like you're guilty by association, yeah. nigga. All y'all Especially if you, if you can't reach the bar, you definitely got to get your ass. Beat. Right. <laughs> nah, I ain't even touch it, fam. No, nah, get your ass out the bathroom playing with. You don't even got the bunnies. Get out of here. Yeah. After that, one, I was like, all right, man, we can move to the suburbs. I ain't with this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't live like this. <laughs> she hit me. A nigga tried to steal my shoes in the second grade. Like, oh, them bitches crispy, bro. I need you to come up off of them. Yeah, I don't know. Nah. Nah, bro. Nah. I don't even know how. <laughs> come up off? Is it me, or did, do it, did it seem like when you was in elementary, niggas in middle school used to seem like they were six foot eight? Fact. No, real talk. <laughs> it's like, niggas was like, bro, niggas. Like niggas like grown in niggas. middle school is six yeah. foot eight. But back then, they definitely seemed like... Real talk, bro. When I was in yeah, the high school, niggas just seen me. Grade. Grade. Bro, when I was in when I was in the, when I was in fifth grade, I went to Hickey Grove, like R.P. Hickey Grove. I went to Hickey Grove, nigga. They thought I was like, and they said they were like, I thought you was in the ninth grade because I had a little bit of peace fuzz already and shit. I was like taller than everybody. Like I looked it older in the fifth grade. I had a little bit of peach fuzz. peach fuzz. I had peach fuzz all through middle school, bro. Like then, like when I when I hit ninth grade, I nigga, just like, got peach fuzz. Like, and like, real talk, like in the fifth grade, like old ass person in this classroom with us, bro. Like that's what niggas used to be like. They, like used to be looking scared, cause they never seen like they never seen no nigga like. I looked it older back then, bro. Real shit, but it's like now I look like I guess I look my age. I don't know. Yeah, crazy. Caught up with you. Wow. So, uh, what's some um, musical influences from the South? Uh, of course, Three Six Mafia. A lot of their early work. Uh, everything from most known, everything from most known, unknown, un- and everything before that. Mm. Uh, uh, of course, like uh, BG. BG, one of uh, one of my favorite Cash Money artists. Free him. Uh, of course, shit like Massive. I fuck with a lot of no 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 limit shit. Um, like I said, Lil John and the East Side Boys. I fuck with Uncle Luke, who Skywalker records and shit. Uh, that's pretty much about it, you know what I'm saying? I was fucking with David Banner at one point, you know. He was cool, you know, he represented where I came from. I don't know shit about his town, though. <laughs> what David Banner doing now? Shit, uh, saving the world. He's like a political nigga, ain't he? Yeah, he's trying to save the world now. But he's still doing ratchet shit, though. Yes, sir, that's... Honestly, that's how I would love my politician, bro. If you do a little ratchet shit, that's me. I'm like, all right, so you ain't trying to persuade me to do nothing, because, you know. It ain't ratchet shit. He just doing, he just doing regular, he's not like a politician. He just one of the niggas that's just putting niggas on game. He more of a woke nigga than a politician. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas like B.O.B. and all them niggas like they more woke. No, I think B.O.B. is on PCP. You might be, because he's trying to see if the world flat, but, you know. But, um. B.O.B. is for sure on bullshit. But yeah, like, but at, like, I was fucking with David Banner a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But that, last, that last little album, he, that, the God Box where the fuck, that shit was all right. Yeah, that shit was, it, was, it was all right. You know, it was pretty cool. It wasn't, it wasn't trash. It wasn't like no shit I listen to every day, but it was like, all right. It's, it's 
still do a thing. And he still make his own beats. Um, um, that's just about it as far as like southern, um, southern hip hop. You know what I'm saying? But I really like, like growing up, I really, really liked it. Uh, gangsta rap, gangsta, gangsta West Coast gangsta music. Nineties. Yeah, like I really fuck with uh with uh, Ice Cube. Like I still got the Predator album. That's like one of my favorite albums by him. Um, DJ Quick. That wasn't really too gangster for for he gangster, but his shit ain't gangster. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I fuck with niggas like Spice One. Um, that shit. Banging on wax. Uh, you know all that all that that gangster gangster shit. You know, I fuck with that shit. So what got you in the West Coast music like that? Dude, just being around old niggas, they be listening. They be listening to that shit. You know, all my uncles and all them niggas, they be listening to that shit. They listen to Spice One and Mac Maul. What's that nigga that make that song going down that night? Silly Cell and shit. All that gangster shit. You know, I fuck with Too Short too though. Too Short one of my favorite artists by the way. You from the Bay though? You make that pimp shit. That's when the slap and hold part comes. See, I think I'm like opposite. Like shit that old niggas used to play when I was a kid. I hate that shit. Like, <laughs> right. No, it's a lot of old shit I didn't like. Like no limit. You cannot play no limit around. Me, bro. I'm gonna turn that shit off, bro. I've been waiting for this guy no since no limit time. <laughs> I just fuck with that shit. I like some East Coast niggas too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I really I really really liked it. Nas is a Illmatic album. I fucked with uh, what else I used to fuck with. Uh, I fuck with Wu Tang, Thirty Six Chambers, uh, you know. Let's go from New York. Like I, I really, I really used to fuck with MC Light. You know, that's really how I got the name MC Lex. You know, because the MC Light, MC, you know, major crucial. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> light as rock. You feel me? <laughs> I get my rocks off and them things. I know. Still fun. Lisa. <laughs> Listen, and she's still out there getting a check. In the major shape, that bitch riding a Range Rover. You see that shit she was driving last time when DMX trying to rap to her? She had a whole Range. That bitch was clean. I mean, every uh, BT award show, she the voice in that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'll be forgetting about that shit. I forgot about that shit. Damn. I really forgot about that shit. That's so bad. I be feeling bad though, cause you really be all up in the top, all the fun be down there. She just be up in that sky rise. Like, shit, that's where I don't the check be around out. them niggas anyways. All them niggas down on the floor for free. Yeah, pay me my money. I will talk all day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like I was saying, like yeah, all that shit, that spice one shit, like all right. My cousin used to play that <laughs> shit. I'm like, bro. I fuck with Spike. That nigga, I like him because he like he get real rebellious. That nigga yeah. be like seeing the most gangster shit. And he be doing, he would, like a lot of his early shit, he was doing like the triple shit, the triple mm-hmm. flow. Yeah. Like, I was fucking with that shit. You know. And they got a song called Murder Show. I fuck with that shit. I love that shit. Love that shit. So, like, the first time I uh, got introduced to you was from, um, <clears throat> Well, you used to always be in the Fly Young showroom. Yeah, yeah, I used to come to y'all shows yeah. and shit, yeah. Uh, dressed like a 90s nigga. Always. Mm-hmm. But he always brought some females with him. Uh, and some wine. Look. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's all, it's all like me. It's all like the 2013 legs, 2012 legs. Yeah. Like so me. then, I used to see, uh, I don't even know what to call it. What was it like the. The new Detroit. Mm, yeah, with like Chavin to be there. Yeah. 
the, the oh de- yeah, the new Detroit Renaissance. I guess you could call yeah, that yeah. shit. I know what you talking about. Yeah, at the somewhere uh, the air up there. Yeah, the the air up there. Air Yeah, I used to be at the crack house. Yeah, crack house. The show, y'all, not the real crack house, nigga. It was a, it was an event. Shout the crack hills. Uh, I used to be used to be in crack house. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and these niggas used to be high. Some of the best events used to be yeah, in like niggas, crack houses. Niggas definitely used to be high. Like you know, but it was it was a good little vibe though. I used to be I used to be at the motherfuckers though. But like I really liked it, that scene though because they had a scene that uh, that Pontiac didn't have, and I wish Pontiac did have. Pontiac did have like a rap scene. It, well, it was like an open mic scene, but it was really like an open mic. It wasn't it like wasn't that. yeah, it wasn't that. You know what I'm saying? Like they that shit was really like a culture. Like nigga, like niggas coming in there dressed a certain type of way. It wasn't even about how you dress for real, for real. But if you came in there dressed a certain way, you could tell what type of music a nigga listens to by the way he dressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you uh went to the uh, the them events. But they focus on the art for real. Like, yeah. when, they, when you see, when you're in an event, you like they focus on the art. Whatever yeah. it is, they don't give a fuck about this. What you producing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was some whack ass niggas up there though. It was a lot. It was some really gimmicky ass niggas. But like the niggas who really stood out was niggas like Chav, uh, Detroit Che, uh, No Bib, No oh, yeah. Bib. Yeah, them niggas. Uh, yeah, them niggas, them niggas stood out. You know, I, I really fucked with the Night Americans. Like, them was my niggas. I used to uh, go to their crib sometimes. I used to work a little bit. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, I, really used to, I really used to fuck with the Night Americans. You know? Yeah, that was just a dope time. Yeah. yeah. Jay First time I ever seen Jay John perform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking, uh, yeah. Jay John. Burn Rubber. Yeah. I might see. I see it. He's he a producer. He was finally famous with Big Shot and all. But he used to rap though. He used to like make music. Uh, I, I gotta see him. I might have seen him before. I used to see a couple of them um, finally famous niggas. I used to see. I used to, uh, I used to run into say they tone on like a lot of random occasions. I mean, I see that nigga at a gas station one time. Like, like what up? Like, I just be seeing that nigga. I seen that nigga at some events. Yeah, I be seeing that nigga too. <laughs> I used to be seeing that. Nigga. I don't I see that nigga no more. But like, <laughs> but it's just weird. I used to be just seeing that nigga on random occasions. Like, he's like, man, like what? Up? What you doing here? But yeah, niggas like Oba came up through that scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sada actually came up through that scene, too, though. Like, he yeah. used to be in some shit called, uh, it was some other shit. I never went to it, but, like, it was, like, a scene that was just like that, but it, it was, like, more hood and niggas go. But it was still, like, a culture thing. I used to be seeing, like, I forgot what the shit called. It was, like, a, some shit they used to have, like, on, the, on like, the upper level or some shit. Okay. It was, it was lit, but Sada actually came up through that scene. Like, that, that. that. Yeah. I'ma tell you something about Days Love, man. <clears throat> she had that mixtape called uh, Just Do It. Just Do It. And it wasn't even all that cold, but I really used to fuck with that shit. And then like, I remember I used to be like, I remember I picked up that nigga Jabril. I was like, hey, listen to that shit with me. And it was, I was like, what you think of this shit? Like, I actually, cause like, you know, she wasn't all the way there yet. You know what I'm saying? But like, I really liked it, liked it, the the mixtape. And like, he was like, you know, it's all right, you know, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, she did have some weak ass lines, like, you know, her raps and shit. But two years later, that bitch got the fuck up out of here. Blew the fuck up. It happened just like that? As it should. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Dash Low. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's still our biggest interview, ain't it, Cole? Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the numbers go. Yeah. Y'all niggas got ice wear. Y'all niggas got a lot of niggas. Uh, you know, a couple, couple people, a couple people. And y'all got turk. That's cool. Yeah, kill Mike, you know. So, you know, who's, who's keeping track? Niggas, niggas is influencers and shit. But French. Yeah, you know. Beastly. So how did that scene, you know, uh help influence you in some ways? 
Um, really, as far as like what helped me the most out of that out of that shit was like connection wise. Okay. I feel like in time and in just like rap period mm-hmm. from like 2010 to like 2015, I feel like you know what I'm saying. <coughs> the industry, like it was a lot of like like industry motherfuckers that was like looking for like new talent. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Cause not to mention at that time, cause like Wiz was popping at that time. Like like all the niggas that we had grew up to in like in like late like late oh eight oh nine, and they and they then they blew up in like 2010 and shit. Like it's like them was like the new niggas. You know what I'm saying? I guess like it's like the industry saw them niggas. It was like damn, that's the new way. We gotta find more niggas like them. You know what I'm saying? Not to just make that type of music, but just like more of a like it's new talent, you know what I'm saying? So at that time, like it was a lot of management going on, a lot of uh new producers coming out, you know what I'm saying? It was like connection wise, like helped me out a lot to go and see other people and stuff like that. You know, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot about marketing. Just about like I don't wanna say marketing, but like how a lot of niggas like a lot with presentation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we not just rapping it. We got CDs and we got shirts and we got beads or wherever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, you know. It was, it was kind of about like putting money into yourself. Like, yeah. Learning, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I, I, that's why I learned a lot about that shit. Because at first I was already just like doing my CDs yeah. and, you know what I'm saying? But the way they got their shit down, like, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the structure. And they got a, they, it, was, it was some niggas called the Rager House. You know what I'm saying? Well, y'all had y'all uh, anniversary at one year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Rager House, the niggas made CDs. And, they, and them niggas was making money. You know what I'm saying? Just like all pressing them niggas CDs and doing packaging they shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, presentation and, and like, all about uh, networking was, like, the thing I really got the most out of that shit. Because at first, I didn't know how to, I didn't really know nobody. I didn't know how to talk to people and shit. Like, I was open to talk, but... Some niggas I used to be scared to talk to, so like that shit kind of like helped me be more open and not be scared to talk to niggas. So it was cool. Um. So I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um. <clears throat> so you're talking about the new Detroit Renaissance and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um. What I saw from you during the days, what a lot of other people did, wasn't really great at was performing okay so uh was this something like you in your head like you know what i'm gonna uh, focus on being a great performer or, or is this something that was like natural well i don't, don't want to call it natural like i'll say like it got better over time okay but like when it comes to, like presentation like like i used to be in like drama classes mm-hmm. and like so you know stage presence is like everything you know like how you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to face a certain way and all this other shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit just meant a lot. But I also used to just, like, just practice on my own time, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when I had my first show, like, it was, like, my first, it was, like, my first, like, time performing in front of people and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I was doing the same shit that every nigga do. They had a, the hand over the microphone and shit like that. Like, like my, my, my presence was trash, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know what I'm saying? People would just put me on game and shit like that. And um, it was like, don't do this, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you uh, make eye contact. You know what I'm saying? Uh, learn how to hold your breath. You know what I'm saying? And luckily, I, I made my own music. So I knew how to do, like, stop, pause and shit. Talk a little bit. Mm. Knew how to save my breath. You know what I'm saying? Not to not get too hype at this part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But also, stage pre- presence helped me with my songs. They like, oh, if I say this in a song, like... Niggas gonna fuck with that shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And another thing, like like the the shit, like you know, with 
with the that new Detroit Renaissance shit. Them niggas helped me out too because the ways the Loopers used to perform, mm-hmm. that shit used to be wild as hell. Like, damn, that nigga seeing the most craziest shit. You know what I'm saying? So like that shit helped me out too. Mm-hmm. You know, but like really it was because like drama classes and shit. You know, I was like, and I, I used to always just practice on my own time, just like uh-huh. you know performing and shit. So you just you know you grew into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the posse. Hey, posse era. How did that become? The posse era became right around when DJ Cobb did Beautiful. Because at first we was all we was all we already I already had new Cobb like just like from high school because he was in a marching band at Northern, mm-hmm. and I knew uh, some people at Northern um, that was real close and shit. Um. Yeah, but like DJ Kobe was working on his first album, All Things Considered. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like working and shit. We did back in my mind and all the other uh, shit. And then um, we started working on Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It was like a, it was like the sound just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like the sound became more like warmer. Mm-hmm. I guess you can say. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, you know he was still on his sad boy Kobe shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like it was sad boy Kobe, but one time like we was in one time we was at, when, when when it was at the old trap, and uh, we was just talking. We were saying something like Rossi. I was like, I want to do like a Rossi party or some mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? It was like Rossi something. Like, he was like Rossi party. I'm like that shit hard as hell. But we didn't stick with that name until like mm-hmm. later on. Okay. You know. So like, you know, during like the posse era when we first started this shit, we did beautiful. Uh, we did Ao Chirp shit. Uh-huh. Uh, some production with uh, Nirvana Nash, uh, a couple other people. You know what I'm saying? Some um, niggas we work with during that area outside of just us. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, another thing, I guess you you're, you're um, kind of known for is throwing these parties, bro. Like a party actually, uh, y'all broke the floor. Yes, that was on the Lakeside 2017, going into 2017's New Year's. Steep. And I'm gonna let you know something. The song that we was, that he had, that DJ Cole played, he played that, uh, that shit about T Grizzly. First day out. First day out, nigga, he played that shit. If the beat would've dropped, would've been way worse. Nigga, like, that shit would've, that shit would've been some, I don't even know what to call it, bro. Like, I just know this would've been bad. It would have been bad. But the fact that the floor caved in, though, I was hyped about that shit, but niggas was also scared. It was like this big-ass, like, dent in the floor. <laughs> it was crazy. But they fit the, they fixed that shit, like, the done the next day, though. What it was, it was, like, the pins that was, that was like, rusted out. So they had to come do all this shit. It, t- it took them a long time to do that shit. It was, it was in the house all day just doing that shit. But, you know, I ain't have to pay for this shit, so that's a good thing. That's like, but that that's like the most memorable thing that people remember from the parties. But this other shit that I can't even talk about, like that shit I told y'all earlier. Yeah. I can't tell. I can't, can't, can't tell the that. I shit, don't understand. It, it so, gets it gets busy. So when, <laughs> so you had to go and tell them that your yeah, your like, floor, like how did that conversation go? Did you uh, tell them it was a party? I think, like he knew I was throwing parties and shit. Like like he was just like just don't break shit. Y'all can smoke bins and fucking this motherfucker. Just don't break shit. Problem was we was breaking shit. That was the problem. So like when I called him, I was just like, "Hey, like, how you doing? Happy New Year! All this other shit." And I was like, "What you all? What you up to?" And he was like, "She was like, shit is all with my family. You know what I'm saying? I guess they was out to eat." I'm like, oh, "Okay." I was like, "Uh, we got a problem uh, at the house. You know, we was like, we was like, what's up?" And he was like, "I was like, the floor uh, had basically caved in." Like, and he was like, "Oh shit." 
And then he paused and he was like, oh shit. He was like, he was like, I'll call you right back. I'm like, damn. Uh, I don't think of liability for him because he probably like, <laughs> hoping nobody get hurt. <laughs> no, ain't nobody get hurt. Thank, th- th- thankfully, nobody got hurt. But we, uh, but that night we moved the party downtown at uh at the pot, at the spot that spot that uh that Perry Earl had had at the time. Uh, we just moved the party down there, and that shit was still still lit. It's crazy. That's why I'll just be like the cave came like. Are right, we going home? Hell no. Yeah, no, no like, we downtown. We just <laughs> we about to cave another fucking fool in. Because the thing about it, what made it so crazy, like somebody else said, like it was another spot that was uh that was in Pontiac at Pontiac at the time. They used to um have parties down there. King Tuck used to do do the parties in there from time to time. But like that party got canceled. You know what I'm saying? So like we was like the only nigga that was doing the party. You know what I'm saying? Because our party was already like good here and there. You know what I'm saying? We was doing something, but like that party set it the fuck off. That was like, wait, the floor cave in? Like, and the party still went on. Mm-hmm. Nigga, like that's all you can. That's crazy, right there. So, but that's fire. Just you know, bringing back like that house party vibes. You know, those type of vibes. Yeah, like and the thing about it, I had always wanted to do that, but I never did it. And I like I had somebody that I was gonna do it with before I met up with the guys. That, uh, I was really like a new member in that in that in that uh, little circle of the party shit. Uh, but the guy I was gonna do it with it was my cousin. He fucked around and went to jail. But like it was like all right, so I'm gonna roll over here and do it with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, nigga, that it also kind of helped out with the music thing too. You know what I'm saying? Because like with Kobe being a DJ for all them parties, like he would play some of the records. It was like he used to play the pros by Gary J. You know what I'm saying? Play back in my mind, play that thinking. You know, play play a couple of little, uh, little local jams. You know what I'm saying? It became like a like a like a routine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's dope as fuck. All right, we about to get into the uh, throwback track of the week, which is you. Hey. And what's the name of the song? The song's called Bum Ass. Bitch, gone with your bum ass. You got no class. You ain't got no ass. You got no ass, you can take your ass home. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs>
We're back with another episode. Ah, we're back with another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. Um, before we get out of here, I got a couple more questions for you. So, so what's the future of Romsey Lex? Future Romsey Lex. I'm sorry. Romsey uh, Lex. Uh, the future right now is the new album that's dropping in um, in the spring called uh, 3 a.m. No, no. Oh, yeah, it's called 3 a.m. That's the future right now. You know, uh, that's uh, it's a 12, it's a 12 track album. Um, we got some features on there. We got DJ Cobb as a feature. We got Black Hef. Black Hef there as a feature on there. And we got I got a feature by my homeboy, Young Asher. Okay. So, yeah, like, uh, nice little list. You know what I'm saying? We already got the album cover made. I'll, I'll let you look at it in a second. But, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be some merch involved. You know what I'm saying? If I can get it in, t- get it in time, I'm doing like as much press as possible. Uh, you know, right now, right now we in the video stage. The album done. Now we just working on videos. Okay. So How yeah. many videos you plan on dropping? As many as I can, honestly. Okay, that's what's up. Um, what was the inspiration behind this album? Well, I really been working on this album for two years. Okay. I was supposed to drop it in 2019, but a lot of things just didn't go go as planned. Okay. The year 2019 was just a fuck up year. I hated that year. Okay. But um. That's when I had first started the album, like, but the track list was also different too, you know what I'm saying? It was like, I, I probably had like, I probably had up to like 10 songs at that time when I was working on it. But now, like when I was uh, basically basically redoing the album, I only kept like probably like three songs off the original track list, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and, um, but the inspiration behind this album, you know what I'm saying, as far as music wise, at the time I was listening to, to Bone. Bone Thugs, okay. but the uh, it was really the production, you know what I'm saying? Because like this is got this is they producer his name is DJ Unique. He from uh he from South Central, but he did all the all they shit, uh, okay. all the uh, majority of their work, you know what I'm saying? Like, but everything that he did was just real airy, you know what I mean? It was dark, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I listen to my everyday everyday shit, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Three Six Gangstar, like Gangstar is one of my top five uh, artists. Uh, and also, I was just to, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. That's one of my favorite albums. Um, you know, a lot of like uh, airy music, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of stuff that was going on at the time, you know what I'm saying? Um, I used to just be listening to like uh, sound effects and shit like that. Like, I was going on YouTube and just look up uh, Rainforest Sounds or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, I was really studying like, uh, um, I guess I guess you can say uh, score. I was studying score. Right. You know what I'm saying, like movie score shit type so, of shit. You know so what this makes like a, a mood music. Uh, I guess you can kind of say that. And not Joe Button mood music, mood <laughs> music, but uh, you know, yeah, uh, you yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. Like, cause like, 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 as far as like the theme, like this one of the things I'm still y'all down. Um, like, there's a lot of rain and thunderstorms going on. You know what I'm saying? And like, it, it, it ends with like a. Uh, I used to listen to the Quiet Storm all the time, you know what I'm saying? So like, it ends with like, like a little riding track, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's um not to say it's going to sound like this, uh-huh. it's going to give you the views feel, Drake views. Uh, thought, dude, it, that's how views was. It was a, it was a, like, I get what you're saying. Every time I listen to it, it just seems like it's misty outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 see, I see what you're saying. Like, like, but this was more of like a, like leaving from the party, it just got done raining. Like I mean, type of, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you leave, like it's dark outside. Like nigga, it's three a.m. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a scary hour, but shit about to go down. You know what I'm saying? Some hoes at the motel, nigga. Like we got we got a fifth of hand left. 
We got some Rossi on deck, and they need a cub over there with the bitches. We about to go over there and um, act the ass. So my album is like that, you know. And we go beat some niggas' asses too. We go smack some hoes. Throw a little bit of money, slam a cat like though. Listen, man, this is the capsule uh, culture. <laughs> Listen, the Burbs Network do not condone the smacking of smacking hoes. hoes. All right, my bad. Like, we ain't smacking hoes on the album, though. We ain't smacking hoes. You can shake them. Oh, ho- hoes throwing ass on his own. They throwing ass. No, no, you can shake them up. <laughs> like, calm down, but no no smacking of the hoes. To be fair, when he was saying smacking hoes, I'm thinking that, you know... Oh, we talking, oh. oh, talking about that? Yeah. I mean, y'all, y'all can think about it like that, you know what I'm saying? Super. It's something that on here. I ain't got no twerk song for this album like, like I did on my last album, but like, you know, we. This one is really proven. It's really like showing, like, I'm really getting all my uh, my, my, uh, my wicked thoughts out on this album. Okay. Uh-huh. So, uh, but I was really like, everything that I learned over time as far as me uh, as a producer is like, as far as music is really put into this album, you know what I'm saying? All the shit that I learned from my favorite artists coming up. You know, knowing, knowing, knowing origin, originality. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's what the uh, the best thing about this album is originality. I don't sound like nobody else. I'm not trying to sound like nobody else. Um, you know. Do you feel like it's your most polished album? Definitely, definitely fucking polished. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot about volume control, mixing. You know what I'm saying? Like over time, I always had like had like good quality. You know what I'm saying? But this time, I had to step it up. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know. You said um. That it took like two years. So do you think that was like, even though like some people hate that people are gonna shift like that long, do you think that actually helped you? Cause it took you up and down, up and down, and actually got you to where you wanted to be. Well, actually, I feel like at the time niggas wasn't being wouldn't wouldn't care for it anyway. Two years ago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like 2019. Like I be talking, I be talking to other people about that year. They be telling me all about their little situations. Like I don't know, 2019 was just a wicked year, bro. I didn't like that shit. I wouldn't bring that year back for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Time don't make sense to me anyway, so I can't even think back that far forward, yeah. man. It's, it just it's like what, but it is for me because that's when I was working on it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if I would have put it out, they probably wouldn't ever even cared. You know what I'm saying? You know. Um. Even though we had Corona and all this other shit, you know what I'm saying, with the whole pandemic and shit, it, it has helped me out a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because it really gave me more time to focus on, on the album, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I so, need that time. So, before we get out of here, every week, no matter who the guest is, I ask them like a, uh, to list off something for me. So, I'm thinking right now, top five rapper producers. Okay. It switches for me. Uh, Juicy J, DJ Paul, Jermaine Dupri. Ooh, that's a nice one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's three, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, too short. He a producer? Yeah. He did. He doesn't do everything. He like he did all like his early work. He did like okay. the freaky tales, like the first time. So actually, he, he do he does production on all his albums. It's just like he has like a team, like he has yeah. like an actual band and shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, too short. Uh, uh, I would say Dr. Dre, but nah, not no more. Not no more. Lil John. That's five. Yep. That's why top five. No, for real. No, yay. 
Well, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I'm not feeling yay right now. It really just go off feeling like, but like Kanye, like he's one of my favorite for sure. But like that shit I just told y'all, that's what I'm. That's what yeah, I've yeah. been going off of. Like you know, as, what you into right now? Mm-hmm. Right now, honestly, just like old shit. Like I listen to like I really, I'm really fucking with Twenty One Savage's uh, album, bro. A lot of his just, last album. Like, I just listened really, like, to it again yesterday. Yeah, yeah like. Cause I, I listen to a lot of old shit, like like cause like other than my album that I'm listening to, you know what I'm saying? I'm listening um, to a lot of unreleased shit by DJ Kobe right now, and I'm listening to just a lot of uh, just a lot of old shit, man. I'm just back back on the old shit right now, you know. I'm listening to um, like I'm talking about old. I'm listening to Al Green right now. I'm listening to Al Green. I'm listening to Isaac Isaac right now. I was playing Isaac this morning, you know. I'm in my soul mode. So soul. Did right you now. know the baby brother? Of the Isley Brothers saved the Isley Brothers. Saved the Isley Brothers saved like, them. like from getting killed. Like, no, saved them from being relevant. Like how? Like because he's the one who wrote their biggest hits from the seventies on. It's all the youngest. The baby brother. The baby one. You talking about the rapper, the baby? No. What's going on? The, the baby Isley Brothers. The youngest Isley Brothers. I was talking about Ron. Ron Isley is the lead singer. No, it's not him. I thought ain't oh, who is the, the nigga who on the guitar. Jasper? That ain't Jasper. Ain't what's, Jasper. what's his name? Jasper. Is Jasper dead? Uh, Jasper might be up out of here. It's a lot of music. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's crazy thing about it. Yeah. Ernie. Ernie. Ernie is the genius of the Isley brothers. Oh, so okay. Okay. So from when they got from when they uh made Shout. That was, oh, that was in the early, early career. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then they made that, but them niggas was done. Yeah. Duds. It was a lot. It was a lot of one and done shit going on at that time, though. But then Ernie came in the seventies mm-hmm. and got them, made them some bangers. Mm-hmm. They got like they got, they got some shit. Yeah. It's like when, once they started dressing weird, that's when their best music came out. Yeah, when they was wearing them big ass high heels and that's shit. All, that's all. That's all. Homie Ernie. Mm-hmm. When you know when people start dressing weird, is you you know they about to be in their bag because they don't give a fuck no more. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bro, I'm where the fuck I want to. I'm about to, I'm about to drop some crack yeah. on you. We seen, we seen it with Outkast. <laughs> Real talk, like that nigga. That shit was fire. That nigga Andre used to have um, some shoulder pads. That nigga really had gauchos, bro. <laughs> bro, that nigga was on stage with a fucking you know, with, with Lulu like a, Tah- a Tahitian suit on, like nigga. Not giving a fuck. Feel me? So, so on that note, where can they find you at? Uh, Rom C Lex on everything right now. Rom C Lex or Lex Side Records. Lex Side Records on YouTube. Lex Side Records on Twitter. Uh, Rom C Lex on Instagram. R A W M C L E X on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, what else I'm on? I still. Uh, oh yeah, and um, Lex Side Records on SoundCloud. Uh, I'm still on Apple Music. All my old shit is on Apple Music and Spotify. Just type in R A W M C L E X. Rom C Lex. Uh, the new album is coming soon, so just hit me up, man. Y'all can hop in my DM. You know, I might not always respond, but well, though, more busy these days. I'm getting a little Hollywood on y'all niggas now. You know, get Come, money. Get money. Get that you know, we, we do videos every day. You know, get money. Oh, you got money in my pocket. You, man. you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, we we coming up, so I, ain't, I I'm not able to respond as much as I used to. You know what I'm saying? You know. You know, shout out to the food guys. You know, they feeding the nigga right. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah so that's all I can say right now. But yeah, hit me up on all those uh, social media platforms. Yep. All right. Like always, 
Find us at the Burbs Network. Google that shit. Our shit is gonna come up. If it's not our shit, let me know. We gotta get, get some news about out of here. Uh, we gotta get the fool guys in here for an interview. You know, mm-hmm. when these mics go cold, we're gonna figure out that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find me at Prince underscore McFly. Drop the Y at the EI. That's everywhere. You can also find us at theburbsnetwork.com. We out, motherfuckers. Peace. Tell the motherfucker. The bird. <laughs> <laughs>